Hey everyone, welcome in to the Queen City Soccer Show. I'm your host, Cole Godfrey. Today is Sunday, March the 20th, the day after Charlotte FC takes three points from the New England Revolution to open up the first win in Charlotte FC history. On today's episode, we're going to be breaking the game down from atmosphere to the game itself. And just my reaction, my thoughts, and uh, yeah, let's get it. All right, guys, welcome in. Uh, Yeah, Charlotte FC get their three points from New England, man. It was an incredible game, uh, an incredible game to be at. Uh, Just from the get-go, the tailgating scene, obviously, and uh, Mint City Collective tailgate is where we were at, and the atmosphere was second to none once again. So big ups to you guys for putting it on. Um, It was a fantastic game. Fantastic day starting there. Um, yeah, obviously the stadium was uh, – was the upper deck was not uh, open, so we had 29,000 people there. But let me tell you, 29,000 people were screaming their heads off for 90 minutes. It was an incredible scene. Um, again, the weather was beautiful. Uh, it was windy as balls, but uh, – you know, you deal with it, and you get a couple of uh, you get some liquid encouragement in you, and the wind seems not to be a factor anymore. But, uh, but yeah, and the game. Uh, I said before the game that I felt that Ben Bender would get a goal, get a goal, and lo and behold, that's what happened. Uh, obviously, Carol Svedersky had uh, his brace and got off the mark, and. You know, I said a couple of weeks ago uh, that Svidersky needed service and uh, he wasn't getting it really. And But for him to be impactful, he had to have service. And honestly, last week against Atlanta, he got it and he squandered a few opportunities uh, heading the ball right to the goalkeeper. And I was interested to see how, how he did, how he would do against the Revolution and uh, Miguel came out with uh, two two up front with him and Rios, and which was surprising. But um, one thing I will say this: one thing I've learned about uh, Miguel so far is that you know he's he plays to whoever he's playing against. So he doesn't really set up his formation as far as just having a set formation. He he kind of bases it off of the opposing team, and uh, you don't really see that much. But it's I mean I like it. Uh, it's been a it's been a welcome, uh, a welcome sight for sure. Uh, it definitely paid off for him yesterday, and yeah, I mean, getting into the stadium, like I said, the atmosphere was crazy. We were we were right behind this or right in the supporter section, and it, it was a wild time for sure. And it just had a different feel in the air. It had a uh, feel that you know that it, it it was the day. It was almost like we we just kind of kind of felt it that it was the day and and Svidersky, you know in the sixth minute I believe it was that uh, a clean left foot uh, honestly the goalkeeper could have could have done better in my opinion but uh, I'm not gonna complain obviously but a clean left foot for the to open the account at Bank of America and when I tell you that stadium went ballistic <laughs> that stadium went ballistic. It was beer showers for everyone. Uh, me and my fiance were absolutely covered in beer by the end of the game. Um, yeah, it was it was it went ballistic when when he when he scored the first goal. And you know we had a 
from that point on, you just kind of felt that uh, no matter what happened, we had it somehow. It was just a, like I said, it was just a feeling there. I can't explain it, um, but it was just a feeling in the air. And then obviously, you go through the first half, and was, you know I felt Charlotte got the better of New England in the first half. Uh, possession was overall was fifty two percent to New England, forty eight percent to Charlotte. You got outshot eighteen to fifteen. Shots on target was the same five to five. Obviously, you made more of your opportunities than they did. Um, but yeah, the, the first half Charlotte just looked on the front foot and obviously New England just came off of a, cha- uh, the Champions League loss to Pumas and, um, you know, it was, uh, it's been a rough, rough three games stretch for them. And I mean, obviously I'm, I'm happy that Charlotte got to add to that misery, but, um, so they, they just didn't look like they were there. I mean, obviously Carlos Hill was Carlos Hill. I mean, he was the MVP last season for a reason. Uh, he was about the honestly, he was the only player for New England that just looked like looked like he was up for it, and he was uh, he was all over the place. And it was it was pretty cool to be able to watch him in person because, like I said, he he is a he's a phenomenal player. And uh, but yeah, um, you get into like I said, the first half, you know, you had your chances and you put one away with Carroll, and you go into the second half and. Uh, Christian Kalina had a, uh, again another great game. Uh, had a few good saves. Obviously, had the one point blank header that was a reaction save that was phenomenal. Um, he did have a little bit of a blunder there in the fifty fourth minute or the fifty third minute when he brought down player in the box and Carlos Hill steps up for the penalty and, and slots at home and to tie it up at one to one. But you know, I mean, even when they tied it up, it didn't feel. I don't know how to explain it because, I mean, obviously Charlotte's not at this point, hadn't won a game, hadn't even got a point yet. But you just kind of had a feeling that it was – that they were going to win. I mean, I I don't know why. I mean, the people that are around me saying the same thing, you know. And then obviously, you know, three minutes later, Swiderski on his left foot again, bangs one top bends, and keeper kind of helped him out a little bit. But it was – you know, again, the place went ballistic. I mean, like I said, Bank of America was electric all night. It was a great atmosphere. Um, but yeah, Carroll gets his second, gets a brace, um, and it was, it was a great goal. I mean, it, I mean, honestly, his left foot, man, it's, it's, it's it looked good yesterday. And uh, unfortunately, um, Carroll got subbed off for for a little bit of a hamstring nick, but it it did come out today that he is he's not going to be traveling to Poland for their their next uh, internet for international duty. He's going to be staying in Charlotte and rehabbing, and so it's going to be interesting to see what you know what comes out of that. The only thing I've seen so far is that it could be a pulled hamstring. I haven't seen nothing really definite, um, but yeah, I mean he had a phenomenal game. Uh, he was obviously Charlotte FC's man of the match, which you score a brace. That's probably the way it's going to go. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, you know, we, I mean, it was a great game all the way around. Um, and then in the 64th minute, uh, Ben Bender, Lord, Lord Bender opens his account with a rocket of, uh, a piss missile to the top bins and no goalkeeper stopping that. And, Obviously, the place went ballistic, and when when that happened, uh, I got a piece of ice <laughs> that somebody threw a cup, and a piece of ice destroyed my eye. So I got a good little cut on my eye from that. Um, uh, 
I'll be honest with you. I haven't taken my son to a game yet. He's eight, and when I'm taking him to the Cincinnati game next week, and we will not be sitting in the sports section for that. Um, just honestly, not just because of that, but the, the language is is pretty rough in the sports section, which is you know to be kind of to be understood. So we're going to kind of steer steer clear of that when I take him up there next week. And um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was a great time. I had a, I had a fantastic time. The the supporter section was was just rock. The whole stadium was rocking all night. But yeah, so Ben get, gets his uh, gets his goal, gets off the mark. Um, another assist for Ben as well. And you know, it was uh, the, the guy is phenomenal. I mean, I, I know I've I've kind of uh, preached to or preached on him for the past you know two or three weeks, but it, it's just a fact that when he gets on the fi- when he's on the field. He just makes things happen. It's very reminiscent of Christian Pulisic with, for the United States men's national team. He when he's on the pitch, it's just there's just something different. And um, I, you know, it's, I can sit here and sing his praises, you know, all day. But he was he was himself again. I mean, it, honestly, it won't be long. It won't be long until that man's or to that guy's playing for. Uh, for the national team and I look forward to that very much but uh but yeah um again like I said Ben Ben he's just he's electric when he's on the field and uh we'll go through a few of the substitutions here uh Rios went out for uh Christian Ortiz um Ortiz looked lively uh, I mean like everybody had a really good game the only people who who kind of Kind of looked a little, little sluggish, or who didn't have their best game was, in my opinion, would be uh, Brant Bronico. He didn't, he didn't have the best of games, but uh, you know, it, 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 you're changing formations a lot, and it's it's just one of those things. But Brant didn't have the best of games. I'll tell you somebody who I was very impressed with, who hadn't had a lot of playing time at all, um, was Alcivar. He was, he was, he was electric as well. Um, he looked really good out there. Obviously, had the assist on the Ben Bender goal, and um, yeah, I mean, he, he looked really good. So I was I was thrilled to see that. Uh, TT came in. We've kind of everybody's obviously has been uh, kind of been a little down on TT. He hasn't played up to what Miguel would say his potential is. You know, obviously having the history with Miguel, and he just. Honestly, he didn't. He hasn't looked very good. I mean, there's nothing really else you can say about it. But he came in um, in the uh, 65th minute, and I mean, he he did look okay. He didn't have a bad game, um, in my opinion. Honestly, I mean, he he looked he looked better than he has. He had one good one good uh, look at goal and just kind of shot off target. But yeah, you had Adam Armour come in the 75th minute for Ben Bender. Uh, again, Adam was all over the field. Uh, he, dude, I, I don't know how much longer you can keep Adam out of the starting lineup. To be completely honest with you, the dude is—he's looked good every time he's every time he's touched the field. Obviously, got your first goal in franchise history last week. But yeah, um, obviously Svidersky went down in the 86th minute. Um, it's heartbreaking to see um, Anton Waltz come on for him and. It, it, you know, he was obviously we kind of went to more of a defensive mindset, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's tough seeing seeing Carroll go down, and obviously we don't know what the what the near future holds for him. Um, 
But yeah, man, uh, you had six minutes of stoppage time, and there really wasn't much to it. I mean, you're up two goals, and it was just a party at that point. And then full time whistle went, and that place went ballistic again. Uh, Miguel came down to the supporter section. It was it was hyping everybody up. the The players were were hyping the supporter section up, obviously, and supporters showing their support for and their uh, applause and recognition for the team and how well they played. And yeah, and you see how much it meant to Christian Fuchs. I mean, the guy was emotional, and uh, you see how much it means to the entire team. I mean, it's, it's a bit, and it's awesome to see that. It's awesome to see that that it does mean the world to these guys, and it it gives you, or I mean, in my opinion, it gives you, it just makes it that much more special. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, it was a great great day, great day to be in Charlotte, great day for Charlotte Football Club. Um, Great day for Carol Svodersky, obviously. And so, yeah, and uh, it, there's not really much more to say, to, to say about it, honestly. The Crown of the Day Award goes to – and let me say something about the Crown of the Day Award real quick. It's not always going to go to whoever the man of the match is that uh, Charlotte picks or the, the actual club picks. But, I mean, it has to go to Carol Svodersky today. Um, obviously, you get a brace, and it's the difference maker in the, in the game. You're going to get the crown of the day award, so he does. He's the man of the match, obviously, and he's also the crown of the day. And I just, God, I hate this. I hate to see him coming into form like this. And and obviously, like I said last week against Atlanta, I mean, he was he was in the right positions, even even against Galaxy. I mean, he was in the positions you got. They didn't find him. They start. They've started finding him, and he's coming to form just to get and to have a little nagging injury. But hopefully, hopefully, it's just a little injury and a little, you know. But we'll see about that, and yeah, I'm I'm intrigued to see what 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 happens or what goes from there. You know, the, the next week or so, we should know something. I would assume by by the end, mid midweek this week. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna kind of put a bow on this episode, guys. I appreciate y'all rocking with the with the podcast and subscribe, like if you if you enjoy the podcast, um, share it with people. That would mean the world to me, obviously. Uh, just a little housekeeping real quick. This week, we are going to have Brad Weigel from FC Cincinnati. What is uh, – from Cincy Soccer Talk. He is actually going to come on the podcast, and we're going to preview the this upcoming week uh, where Charlotte will be taking on Cincinnati at Bank of America at 5 p.m. So we're going to have him on this week uh, for the Know Your Enemy segment, and I'm actually going to be going on – uh, F or Cincinnati soccer talk with him and uh, just, you know, obviously previewing the game for them, for Charlotte. And yeah, so if you guys don't mind tuning into that, uh, keep an eye out for it. Like I said, uh, follow me on Twitter at QCS pod. It will be broadcasted on there. It will be advertised on there as well. But yeah, um, I can't wait to see you guys next weekend. Uh, next Saturday against Cincinnati and we'll see y'all on the next pod which will be out later this week until then come on you boys in blue for the crown we'll see you guys next time